Greetings, Padawans, and welcome to the archives. Here to unlock this holocron is the man of the hour, Jedi Master Sotiko. <laughs> Boshaw was good, guys. We are back. Archives podcast episode 26.5. And we're going to get right into it. No dilly dallying, talking bad batch, talking video games. We might have. We might have recorded 12 minutes without realizing that MJ wasn't being recorded. But we back, baby. We back. Um, so, to kind of verbatim what we were just talking about, and to get back on track, Respawn is developing a first-person Star Wars game featuring a Mandalorian bounty hunter. It's unaware if there's going to be online multiplayer or customization, but so far we just know that you play as a Mandalorian and we we're talking about that customization aspect of it. And my boy MJ was breaking down some Skyrim stuff and some stuff about Skyrim. So MJ, could you try and uh, in layman's terms, sum up kind of what like skyrim's customization is like and why you think that would be a good turn to uh a good place to turn to for a star wars game i mean in one paragraph skyrim has it all right you can choose any species faction uh species person that you want to be mm -hmm. And in Star Wars, that's that possibilities on this. You have a wide variety of powers in Skyrim and in Star Wars as well. Um, combat, both blasters. Can I, can I ask, what is the genre of a Skyrim game? Is it just like medieval fantasy? Because that's kind of it. Kind of looks like Game of Thrones esque, with a little bit of like. Warlocky yeah. stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I've never played it, you know. Yeah, there's dragons in the game and whatnot, so it's it's on that territory. But I mean, you remove the dragons, you add in science fiction, you know, Star Wars. Remove the the dragons, you add in crate dragons. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you still keep the dragons then. But it, I mean, it's broken down like a fantasy action role playing game. Yeah. So, I mean, you do science, fantasy, role action playing game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The possibilities are endless. You can be a bounty hunter, you can be Jedi, Sith, you know, Jawa, Tuscan. Mm -hmm. And then your story goes on from there. We need to play Old Republic, by the way. That's that's yeah. I mean, I'm down. I have never really fully gotten into it. I haven't um, either. I have not either. I have a, I have like a level, f Ooh. maybe. I haven't even made a lightsaber yet. Maybe level six Jedi Padawan, and then of course I have the free level seventy that they give you for being a preferred. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'd be hella down to give it a go. I know Juder, he plays it. He made a bounty hunter. My boy Keg plays it. I mean, I'm down to re-download it and re-log into my account. I've got some hidden gems on that account. Yeah, I know um, our boy Van Seal. Shout out Van Seal, Archives Podcast Legend. Hope you're doing well, buddy. I know he's a sweat. <laughs> he's got like I don't even know how many maxed out characters to the point where he has maxed out characters of the same class. Like he's got two maxed out Jedi Sentinels, three Guardians, couple Siths. No. Yeah, I don't I'm not a professional at that game or sweat, but I mean the last time I was on it, um I tried to <laughs> full send against Malgus and it did not bode well. Freaking Malgusy, more like. Got brutally murdered in the eyes of the Sith. And I was like, well, that's how my day is going. Genuinely, so I'm playing KOTOR right now. I am getting slaughtered by Tusken Raiders. I literally just left the gates of Anchorhead. And I killed one group of Tuscans. I'm like, oh, piece of piss. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I'm getting slaughtered. Not even putting up a fight against these Tuscans. I have no clue what to do. Every time I move like 10 feet, there's a cutscene. A small group of Tuscans has picked a fight. And I henceforth get slaughtered. That to me is... I, I really enjoy it. Because there's no difficulty in KOTOR. There's no difficulty. It's not like you can swip, switch it to story mode or Jedi or Padawan or Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, Grandmaster. It's not like that. You are as good as your gear. You are as good as your companions. And I do like that. I like that there's one difficulty. And you have to... Not to sound like a, a Reddit prick, but get good scrub. Um, get good. So with a game like this Mandalorian RPG, or I, I don't know if it's an RPG, whatever it is, do you think it should follow the same lines? Or do you think it's going to be Jedi Survivor minus the lightsabers? Exactly. 100%. That's my vision or expectation of this upcoming game. It's just Jedi Survivor without a blaster. I mean, uh, without a lightsaber. And if they give you a lightsaber, it's purchasable from a hidden merchant with yeah, an Easter like egg. Freaking Darksaber. Mm -hmm. I would. Uh, I think that'd be a cool thing. Like, uh, to beat the game, you get a Darksaber. But to beat the game. I want things to be so hard, man. Like, I want things... Remember back in the old days of gaming, having some sort of, like, piece of clothing or having some sort of... I don't know, some sort of item? It just was like, holy shit, like, this guy's him. <laughs> Those hard attain... Like the Ender Egg when Minecraft early, early doors. Oh, that golden armor. You got diamond AR. Yeah. It's like, good CSGO reference there. Um, I remember in NBA 2K13, there was a thing to get custom shoes. 
right? And you got to create these custom shoes. And these shoes in particular gave you attribute boosts. But to get those, you had to play like four or five full seasons because you couldn't simulate games or 82 game seasons, you know? And if you came up against someone who was using custom shoes, you're like, oh, this guy's going to be fucking sick with it. This guy's going to be nasty because to play, I don't even know how much, almost 400 games total, you get sick at the game and to see someone with those kind of shoes, you'd get kind of intimidated. You'd almost want to quit the game because if one guy had those shoes, you're like, this is going to be a tough game. If three of them had the shoes, you would quit the game. Um, Mm But there's nothing like that in Star Wars because there's no multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we have is Battlefront 2 where everything is standard issue. Everything I mean, I is standard issue. Uh, a multiplayer game in the sense of its live service is dead. That's true. So, I mean, yeah, it is a multiplayer game, but how much longer are you going to keep on going back to battlefront too you know what i mean like i will you know for the next few more years you know hey you trying to hop on let's play a few games blah blah mm-hmm. blah but i mean in like five years it like if we don't get another multiplayer star wars game and we have to go back to battlefront 2 it's yeah. going to be disappointing <laughs> I, dude 100 that's i don't even want to think about it like that because i just looked in the bottom right of my computer and I'm like, fuck, it is 2024. We hit 2030. I better not be playing Battlefront 2. We better be playing <laughs> Battlefront 3, dude. Please. Next the year of- is the one year anniversary. Not one year. The one decade anniversary of Battlefront. Uh, OG. Not even OG. Battlefront on last gen. Which OG. was such a sick game. Last gen. Yeah, new gangsta, not the original gangsta, the new gangsta. Um, Battlefront number two. There we go. That was such a sick game. It had no expectations. It dropped. It wasn't full. It was an unfinished game. There was only a handful of game modes, but it was something to do. But it was a Star Wars game. Battlefront two dropped. It's pretty sick. It had a had a good amount of stuff to do. It's aged decently well. But we are talking about 2017. Like I said, it's 2024. If we could all go back to 2017, we would. But we can't. So we shouldn't have to keep going back to 2017. We need a multiplayer Star Wars game. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. People enjoy playing games with their friends. EA's gone. They're done with the license. EA can shove it for all I care. I don't like EA can make like a tree and leaf. I don't care. I love EA. I love EA Star Wars, but I think they just got so complacent. And when you look at a game like Respawn, genuinely, from Fallen Order to Survivor, do you think upgrade or downgrade? Upgrade? Slightly. It's, it's, dude, it's really tough for me. Reason being, 
it's a single player story game right what mm -hmm. means more to you graphics and uh I, I wouldn't even say gameplay graphics or story i everything to me with the game like so for me that everything was battlefront 2 by ea mm -hmm. but dude, it was executed so terribly mm -hmm. poorly um you know for example it didn't have anakin or obi-wan in the very beginning of the game that's quite a big oopsie slash mistake that shouldn't have even been a thing um the graphics for that game were 10 out of 10 it's just it's you know what i mean the, it's from the og battlefront to this one ea did a hell of a good job you gotta say it's so pretty if, if you have a 4k monitor and you running it with the the uh the hud off and you're in first person gorgeous game mm -hmm. gorgeous game i remember a couple uh a couple of uh I mean, probably a couple years ago at this point there was a glitch a one health glitch you couldn't die so what people what people would do is they'd load into a game and they would just go and the and maps are huge dude yeah the maps are huge and they're active so far away and what i would do is i'd hop on boba fett and just i'd go on hoth and just go and man to just explore hoth there's caves and stuff mm -hmm. like they're fully built maps it's really cool and it's really dope to see you just wish that there was a game like a red dead redemption 2 where you could hop on your horse whether your horse is a, a speeder or you hop into a literal ship and you take off you go to the skies you know there'd obviously have to be landing cutscenes and stuff entering mm. new planets and cutscenes but i think they're genuinely and there desperately needs to be a game like that where maybe there's 500 people loaded into one map at a time these new servers these new consoles can handle it you put you can scatter 100 people across a whole planet imagine like yo mj i'm hopping on where you at oh i'm on tattooing getting high as a kite in jabba's palace like bet i'm just at you know dakar i'll be there in like 10 minutes because that's how long it takes you because it's it's an open world game you literally have to make the flight there i think that'd right. be super cool it's just like in gta if you're at the top of the map it takes you 15 minutes to drive down to the bottom that's not an issue that's never been an issue because if you're in the game if you're in the experience no one's ever cared do you imagine if rockstar games took the time and money to invest in a star wars game they've done gta which is modernized life and then red dead which is the old west yeah what if they did science fiction they could yeah, be a banger of a game and they have the physics for it in in they gta do. there's flying cars Yep. there's there's ships there's spaceships there's 
there are guns and stuff you know there's character customization all that literally all you'd have to do is be like hey let's code some lightsabers let's it's all on disney actually to uh like i think yeah for rockstar to get that go ahead they'd have to hey disney can we uh you know slice up some people would you guys have a problem with that mm -hmm. you know little nine-year-olds slicing up jawa families i don't know if that's uh <laughs> there's there's workarounds with that like just in gta online there's no kids you know but mm -hmm. and it is a rated m game it's up to the parents if they want their kid to play it true Dude, true i like i don't know why they don't do that like there's no reason why you and i there's no chance that you and i are the only people in this world with that idea there's no chance that someone in that office doesn't have that idea why isn't it happening why isn't it being talked about an open world mmorpg star wars game that is limitless and they're i guess like they're doing some stuff with fortnite right the huge expansion 1.5 billion dollar investment in epic games for it where you can uh create these stories inside of uh fortnite or whatever it is have you heard about that mm -hmm. yeah that's how, a pretty uh hefty investment how do you uh, feel about that as a fortnite player as someone that's like more i haven't played fortnite since 2016 so i mean my son he's addicted to the lego the new lego addition to the game i used to be but as a gamer i'm a sweat you know i already finished it and i'm just waiting for new content yada, yeah yada, yada. but i mean investment they've listed you know keynotes um you know 1.5 billion dollar investment that's not penny at all um disney property you will be able to watch in game kind of like netflix um which is insane to really think about you know a streaming service within a video game um do you think it's gonna be like a standalone thing or are you literally gonna, gonna have to hop onto fortnite it's going to be like a virtual disneyland as weird as that is to try to like conceptualize that's how i'm visualizing it because that's what the teaser picture is it's basically just one um what's the word for disneyland like it's one big it's just one big theme park poster mm -hmm. right um in the middle you have a fortnite universe and then um let's say you want to take the rainbow bridge because it on the poster was all the bridges because Disney. Um, you take the Rainbow Bridge North, you're gonna go ahead into Lucasfilm and Star Wars, and the whole works over there. You want to take the Rainbow Bridge East, you're gonna head over into Pixar with Toy Story and Cars and all them. And what you do wanna... you think the gameplay is gonna be like, though? Because they they say play. I mean, from what it is now, it's pretty decent in the sense of um, its own right. You know, it's Fortnite, you know, 
Um, but with 1.5 billion, I'd expect the gameplay to be even more astonishing than yeah. what it is. Because if I logged back in and it's just the same thing where it's building over and over again and fighting, I mean, I'll, I'll be okay with it for 24 hours and then I'm. I'll pull up but, the um, press release for it. Yeah. Um, you'll see with the poster that I'm talking about. Um. You might have to type 1.5 million. Yeah. That's the poster. Here we are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Disney and Epic Games to create expansive and open games and entertainment universe connected to Fortnite. Today, Epic Games and the Walt Disney Company are announcing that they will collaborate on an all-new, open, persistent, and social universe that will bring Disney's stories and experiences to life, interoperating with Fortnite. In addition to being a world-class games experience, the new persistent universe will offer a multitude of opportunities for consumers to play, watch, shop, and engage with content characters and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. Players, gamers, and fans will be able to create their own stories and experiences, express their fandom in a distinctly Disney way, and share content with each other. That's the bit... This will all be powered by Unreal Engine. That's the bit I'm so curious about. And we can see it on the poster, like you were saying. There's Disneyland. There's Lucasfilm. Um, there's Fortnite. I don't. I don't know if that's Fortnite or not. But I was. I was just putting out examples out there, but. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. It's going to be... And they have characters in-game, too. Mm -hmm. That will be such an easy implementation. So, who knows, man? Who knows? As far as... As far as, like, the future of Star Wars games go, like... Are you more optimistic or pessimistic? Because right now, it's not like there's even games. Like, we don't know about KOTOR. We don't know if that's coming. So. Um, Unreal Engine, the new one. I'm on 5 is the new one. I'm going to go with 5. I think it's 6. I think it's 6. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it five? It might be five. Yeah, it is yeah. sick. It's, I mean, it's in the name of the company. It's unreal, bro. Like, the, the stuff that I've seen with Unreal Engine 5 or 6 is just breathtaking. Yeah. On very high quality. Uh, Nearly moderate. photorealistic. That's, dude, like, we... <laughs> we need video games to start pushing boundaries 
this is just UE5, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just imagine in five, ten years what gaming will be at. You know, us old heads will not be able to compete with the us. Kids. <laughs> he said, us. No, I am, I am. I'm old as dirt. I feel it, bro. But I'm still in my prime. Booba. Nuts. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Games are only going to get more powerful. And I think there's only going to be a a hard jump to vr as well with all this stuff coming out like have you seen the new apple thingy mm-hmm. it looks sick it it's looks gone. sick but i don't know i don't it's know your how, daily goals. i don't know how i feel about it innovative definitely innovative it's so weird man the way the direction that the world's moving because literally we would be fine if kotor came out and it was, uh, gameplay was all the same but it was just like 4k unreal engine 4 we'd be fine with that that was literally the kotor remake but i, I don't know what they're doing no, it's not official. I'll Google it. It's not officially canceled. Star Wars. It's not officially canceled. Therefore, it's still on. <laughs> but, dude, we just never know. KOTOR remake everything we know so far. From Tech Radar. Um, IGN. All my homies love IGN. Dig- Disney ignites hope for Star Wars. Nice the Old Republic remake. Let's read this article. Disney revived hopes for a remake for the classic RPG Knights of the Old Republic after the company's head of gaming, Sean Shopta, told Axios, there, it, there was still a lot of demand for KOTOR. After numerous development hurdles and rumors of the game not even passing initial greenlighting tests for full development, Many fans assumed Disney and developer Aspire would cancel the title, though Shopta's comments prove Disney still has interest in releasing it. Um, the game moved from Aspire to the Embracer Group. Or no, from Saber Interactive to Aspire. And then Embracer Group laid off 900 people, shut down a bunch of their studios. Um, and then Aspire was kind of just like twiddling their thumbs and not knowing what was going on. Uh, Disney validated the possibility for fans to return to the Old Republic as Shoptah acknowledged the massive demand for such a high-profile title. This implied that Disney still had a vested interest in its release. It's unclear what state the game is in or when it might actually see an official update. But fans can rest assured that the project is still alive and kicking after all. Let's go, MJ. We're still alive and kicking. 
Do you think they should do something? Be like, yo. We're still we're still on, boys. Don't worry. We're still on. Yeah, if they do, they have to release that with the game. You think so? Yeah. Maybe, dude, I know they're going in a fat movie direction because we have reports from Disney CEO Bob Iger. Mandalorian and Grogu will release in 2026. Now, Sotiko has done the math. It takes about 16 months for filming to start and then go all the way to release. If he's saying that it's going to release in 2026 and we have reports it's going to begin in June, I'm thinking a January release for that movie. January 2026. And we know that the Acolyte's coming out this summer. And we also know that Andor Season 2 is done filming. Which of those are you most excited for and why is it Andor Season 2? Because I know you don't like Grogu. You hate the guy. Yeah. I need to see if my boy Kino made it out. You know, he can't swim. Mm -hmm. Did he ever make it? Or is he still a prisoner? These are the questions that needs answered. Bro, I'm so excited for this, man. This is going to be nuts. Genuinely, this is going to be nuts. Cereal eating guy. Yeah, his name's Cyril. <laughs> uh, Diego Luna posted on Instagram. Today is the last day of filming Andor. I could not be more thankful for, to the entire crew for this amazing experience and the years of hard work. More than 700 people worked on this production, and it is impossible to say goodbye and thank you to everyone individually, which is why I write here. Thank you for the love and wonderful experience. See you soon. So we know that Andor season two is the final season of Andor. Where should they go? Where should they go? What story should they tell? Andor. Undoubtedly, but that's not their plan. No. Their plans to go to Ray and the Acolyte. Well, the Acolyte's coming out this summer. Do you think yeah. we could get like I'll, I'll 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 fire off some ideas. You let me know S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier for these ones, okay? Mm -hmm. Post episode 3 Vader show with Dr. Afra with hunting down Jedi we can kick it off literally right after episode 3 uh, we can get some flashbacks I think it would I think it would be more of a show uh, about Afra have it literally titled Afra um, see I just hate and I, I was talking about this earlier I hate 
that we call things after, after yes <laughs> because andor if it wasn't called andor if it was just called the rebellion how fire would it be rogue one you know what i mean it would be pretty fire because it is about the rebellion mm-hmm. the early days of it dr afra i think i'd give a pass because she's in the comics not many know her so shooting for her name i think would be fire the book of bobo what was was there even a book <laughs> i think it's because it's uh mando is released and his episodes are called chapters right and because it's a it's a spinoff it's the book of boba fett <sighs> just sure. like we'll get a journal of django please <laughs> no we have this is what i hate bro tales of the jedi sick title right tales of the jedi why can't why can't we get a tales of the Sith? Because tales is just such a happy word. Like, ah, uh, gather around, I'll tell you a, a tale of the, the days yes. yonder. Oh, no, stories of the Sith, scrolls of the Sith, something of the Sith. Can't be tales. Oh, I like myths of the Sith. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. Because the Sith are a myth, you know. Yeah. And Star Wars is storytelling. All right. So, how about this one? Bad Batch is done. This is it. Lucasfilm Animation is not working on anything right now. How about Civil War? How would you feel if they decide to animate Kotor? Because I believe out of all the podcasts we've done, and not once has anyone suggested Kotor be animated. I would feel slighted. Game, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, animated in the sense of a show. Kind of like Clone Wars, but season seven style. I think I'd feel slighted. What do you mean by slighted? I think they need to figure out they can't I feel like they're using animation as a a crutch your ankle's not broken anymore Lucasfilm you can walk make some good live action I think Acolyte is going to be peak uh, lightsaber in my humble opinion dude because Galactic Republic was uh you know high uh high combat you know the high train. octane combat yeah and during the high republic you know i i have one of the books i haven't dwelled into it yet i i should all i hear is greatness during that era mm-hmm. and it's just it was basically the peak of the jedi like think of like anakin but for the whole high republic jedi order basically they worked all on midichlorian crap and the acolytes during that era so 
dude, we're gonna get literally episode three times a hundred worth of choreography. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be insane. We are still due to get, and that that that's what brought this up. That's what made me think about this. We are due to get Star Wars Eclipse. Do you remember that game? I do. Just no idea when. Like, I mean, the only other company really that announces games like years in its making is Rocksteady, you know, GTA and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're waiting this long. It really, I mean, look at the trailer. It's fire. The trailer's nuts. Mm hmm. It doesn't even really, it only gives you the. Uh, the impression of like the location you mm -hmm. know what I mean and you see a couple people you know you see Yoda um you see the uh the Moidians. I believe that's what they're called maybe this is maybe this is the game we've been asking for this game is set there in the High Republic cause Yoda's like 600 in this yeah, like maybe this is the open world game we've been asking for. Maybe that's why it's taken so long. Dude, if it is, take my effing money. Take my Republic credits. Like, look at all the planets that we see. We see Yoda's bum ass. This is, doesn't even look like it's 4K, but it looks like it's 4K. <laughs> that looks 4K. Lightsaber combat, bruh. Ships. Now, remember that cinematics can be deceiving as hell. You know? Oh, of course, of course. Like I know gameplay wouldn't look like this. Namoidians. That looks like gameplay. That looks like gameplay. Those two lightsabers gives me customization vibes. Yeah, because they're different colors. Mm -hmm. Curved hilt. This No, we're gonna get a banger story. One that we're gonna tell for years alongside a Kotor. That's my opinion. I'm saying it now. Just look at like the trailer. I haven't seen this trailer in a minute. I'm glad I'm watching it because it's really good. Yeah. The music is paired perfectly. And then they're creepy. <laughs> you have some sort of tar monster. Dude, maybe this is that game that we've been asking for. That's all I'm saying. It they showed a lot of stuff. Quantic Dream, StarWarsEclipse.com. Let's head there. Let's let's head there. Let's see if there's anything on there. Sign up for updates? No way. From award-winning studio. From award-winning independent studio, Quantic Dreams, and Lucasfilm Games. 
comes Star Wars Eclipse, a new action adventure, multi multiple character branching narrative game set in the High Republic era of the iconic Star Wars galaxy, now in early development. Multi-character branching narrative game. That How do you feel about this company? How do you feel about this game being this company's sixth ever game developed? Don't mind it. You don't mind it? Their recent game was Detroit Become Human. Fire game. I think this game's actually going to be something else. With all new characters and environments, you have the power to make choices with consequences thanks to Just many like outcomes and deeply branching narrative. In an uncharted section of the galaxy with never-before-seen species and planets to discover, this part of the Outer Rim is rife with opportunity and political tensions that could alter the fabric of peace. What will you do? I'll download the fan kit. Are you kidding me? Check out our gallery for more iconic screenshots from the cinematic teaser trailer. Bro, I might sign up for updates. This sounds sick. It's a story game, so there's not going to be online or anything. But to wrap up the KOTOR talk, what I've wanted for the longest time, KOTOR, you can bring how many companions with you? Good amount. At a time, though, you can bring two, right? I think so. Why can't I invite you to come play HK47 and Juder to come play Bastila? Um, I I think Kotor needs a little bit of multiplayer. That'd be sick. Mo I just to wrap up the gaming section. I just think we need a multiplayer game. I just think we need a multiplayer game so bad. Um, to stick on games, but transition a little bit. Galaxy of Heroes, new road ahead. How you feeling about it? Um, I'm excited for Queen Amidala. Not necessarily Jar Jar. I no, mean, I, I, I couldn't care. Like, yeah. I couldn't care less. And the guild gift thing, I thought it was pretty lazy. Um, for a road ahead. You know, mm -hmm. um, they could have done so much more. I don't really expect many people to gift. You know what I mean? Like I do, but like... When I saw that, I think... Um... Maybe you buy a, a a light speed bundle for your buddy or something. Like, happy birthday. Yeah, that I do see. Yeah, or like guild leaders who... I've been in my guild for a year now. Um, guild leaders who, like, really fuck with their their people. Maybe they maybe they drop a hundred bucks, buy ten people a light speed bundle. You know? I, I I could actually see it happening, genuinely. Um, so I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Like, 
and it opens the door for more gifting down the road like um but in terms of gifting what kind of gifting would you want to see implemented uh i'm not even sure to be honest um i guess that's what we got because yeah it's a, it's a bit tough mm -hmm. it's a bit tough i would like to see like a community chest where you throw like character shards and stuff um maybe for tough ass opponents or tough ass characters to unlock yeah you toss some characters in there and you can only claim a certain amount per whatever but um i'm hyped for the queen amidala it's cool it's a conquest character because i can get conquest characters now i'll get darth bane not this conquest but the one after it i'll get him then and it'll be really cool but new factions and stuff like i still don't even have inquisitors and those came out how long ago you know yeah that's that's also the is the game of catch up you mm -hmm. know yeah and i'm not even a big fan of catch up so <laughs> um last thing i want to talk about is bad batch season three comes out tuesday at midnight pacific so wednesday morning Give me your... I haven't seen anything about it. I know you have. Give me whatever you got. How, how are we feeling about it? What are we thinking about it? I'll tell you off. I'll, I'll, I'll go first, actually, since you know the dirty deets. I want to see Boba Fett. More than anything. I want to see Boba Fett. Because his sister is Omega. Their sister is, uh, is it Emery? Emily? I want to see Boba Fett. These are his brothers after all, right? So, I want to see Boba Fett. I know Crosshair's coming home. I've seen rumors people think Tech is alive. Mm -hmm. I, I really hope that rumor is not the case, dude. I hope he's dead. You know? Like, I was heartbroken at the end of season two with that. Mm -hmm. um, if they bring him back, kill Omega. I said it. <laughs> I don't know if I should have said it, but just no, you gotta do it. You have Boba to. doesn't know Omega at this point. Maybe he never does. Maybe he doesn't show up. Maybe maybe omega gets fried by dr hemlock you know you never know in exchange for crosshair um, well no he already has crosshair he's got them both yeah he got them both yeah <laughs> they got the kid that. and the the crosshair how do you feel about now you you told you told me a rumor before we went into our recording you told me a rumor feel free to <laughs> to discuss it I mean, the rumor is, is, um, Dr. Hemlock, you know, with the introduction of Bad Batch, they made Maltantis canon. So it's basically the stepping stones to, 
you know, Sith Eternal in the sequels. But um, Dr. Hemlock has a pretty cemented foot as a villain with this upcoming season, for sure. I'm excited to get some more about him. I'm really excited. Should be yeah. cool. Um, I liked him in the in the prior season, and I liked how much they kind of protected him. They didn't over show him, and when they showed him, he was pretty cerebral. Now with Mount Tantis, this spawned a question in my mind. That I've been talking to people about this past week. And it is about the Old Republic. And it is about Mount Tantus. And it is about certain things from Legends moving into canon. And do you think that the Old Republic should just stay Legends? Stay as like a, a sandbox where the fans can go and create their own stories and all that stuff can be protected because there is the the chance that it can get messed up unfortunately that's the case though that chance has to be taken because i mean as of now it's all canon you know they want to make a movie with the very first ever jedi in yeah. existence we know the dawn of the jedi um, yeah and that should be sick all I can picture is some Neanderthal caveman looking feller, <laughs> Jedi Jesus looking dude. No idea how the beginning of the movie goes, but maybe slays a rancor and designs a lightsaber out of the tooth. Like, that's something out of the comics that's pretty um, rare. That lightsaber actually doesn't even have a kyber crystal. This lady uses like 20 different gems and these gems individually are like 80 million Republic credits a pop. Jesus. Some expensive ass gems, dude. Like That's a lot. So, so yeah, they power the lightsaber and it gives it off a turquoise color. So it's really interesting, that lightsaber in particular. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what other way, what lightsaber would you give the Dawn of the Jedi, the very first Jedi? That's what I would do is I would give them a Rancor, the, the Rancor lightsaber, the most expensive lightsaber in the fandom. I would do, I like the idea of proto sabers. The ones that you had to have like a, a battery on your hip and it was mm. attached to a cord because one of the early things that the Sith would do is they would start smacking the batteries and then you'd blow up. <laughs> um, but no, I want to see, and I think the part of the movie should be um, the construction of the first lightsaber. We've seen Luke build his. We never really got to see Anakin build his, and he lost so many lightsabers. I would love to see the piece-by-piece piece construction of a lightsaber. I felt like we were kind of slighted, and we didn't get to really see 
Luke do it apart from the deleted scene in Return of the Jedi. Um, but I'm glad that they did delete that scene because it left the door open for opportunities for theories. And one of those theories I'm literally exploring in my book, and that is my lightsaber is the crystal of Qui-Gon Jinn. The guy that saved my father from slavery. His crystal spoke to me because he loved my father so much. And I found this lightsaber in my master Ben Kenobi's crate. I used his schematics to build a lightsaber that looked like his with parts that I found scouring through his junk drawers through junk traders and Tatooine. And I built a lightsaber with my master's schematics with his master's crystal because that's what Jedi do. They pass things on to their students and no spoilers, but we do see Luke's green lightsaber in The Last Jedi in the flashback. And that's the last time we ever see it. So who knows whose hands that lightsaber ends up in, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to read Star Wars. The Shattered Apprentice chapter one is complete and we've started on chapter two. I'm really excited for it. We are aiming for a January 1st release date, 2025. I'm going to send MJ a copy. I'm sending my boy Star Wars Theory a copy. My boy Drunk 3PO a copy. Give my brother a copy. Every Everyone else, you guys are going to have to go to patreon.com slash Sotico to, uh, to check her out. But I really want to see the construction of the first lightsaber, whether that's the Rancor one or whether that's, you know... I found this really cool crystal. It was shiny. And I said, fuck it. I said, fuck it. I don't think they're going to be like caveman Neanderthal because the. How old are the Jedi? 25,000 years old? A long time. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think the first Jedi is going to be a man? It's going to be a Yoda. I see. I was thinking when you were talking, it might be a Yoda. Just fuck it. Why not? <laughs> do you think Yoda and Yaddle were getting it on? Yeah. I do. So. I do too. You have to be an I idiot look. not to think that. Like, what? Do you think, think they just found Grogu? <laughs> no. As the story goes, yeah. <laughs> Sticking to it, the story we are. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a single person in the Star Wars universe, even the creator of Grogu himself or herself, was like, whose child is it? Yeah, has to be. And then they killed her off. They killed her off. Sense. You know, maybe that's why his eyes went fully black because he was so sad. His mom died. Yeah, like, bruh, when when he gets a voice, because he slowly progressed, I bet he says his first word at the end of the movie. 
post credit yeah. scene. Like, damn. What's good, y'all? It's your boys. <laughs> Your boy, it is good with it. What is <laughs> it's gonna be something, it's gonna be something heavily Yoda reference. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, like, he's gonna talk in so, riddles, but with a little kid's voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think? I, I, oh man! So you know we're we're building up to the heir to the empire movie. Do you think Mando gets it? Do you think he dies? Because I, he has if anything in heir to the empire. I think he does. I think he sacrifices himself to kill Thrawn, to kill everyone. It's a way to go out. Yeah, and Pedro never has to worry about doing another star wars thing how do you feel about pedro because a lot of the fans are turning on him i know i've seen that all the pedro fatigue yeah and i'm like they're not wrong either you know every and everything mm -hmm. i mean he's a good actor you know it, fantastic you actor uh, it sucks he's claustrophobic we'd love to see him actually in star wars he hasn't been in star wars for <laughs> since 2021 we haven't seen him kenobi season two how do you feel about it i'm gonna pitch it to you though with new writers new directors and the stories based on obi-wan i think it's i don't uh i wouldn't agree with it you wouldn't i wouldn't i'd let them be let them let him cook. Or, don't just let him babysit. Like the next, what is it? What is it? Seventeen years, eighteen years that he watches Uncle Luke. Ten. Yeah, I mean after that. Not even ten, that, bro. Eight, nine. I think it's eight. Yeah. What more adventures could you? I mean, nine years is a long time. But what really adventures could you give that wouldn't expose his presence? Does he really need to go off planet anymore? And the only other exception would be like, oh, Leia got kind of kidnapped again. It's like, oh, this oh God. <laughs> no, that sucked. Um, I'm watching this. Shout out to Sheev Talks. He did a two-parter, four and a half hour rundown of Kenobi. He ran it down and picked it apart. Kenobi, see, it sucked. It was terrible. None of it made sense. It was literally just a nostalgia trip. 100%. I was visually stunned and satisfied though. So like, yeah, like dialogue wise, it was just trip down nostalgia lane, you know, from episode three to the current. Ewan did a good job though, because he knew that he had to blend Obi-Wan with, um, Alec Guinness and he that did too. he spoke with because yeah. he's Scottish he and he spoke with more of a English accent because mm -hmm. he needed to go from point A to point B the issue with the season two is they'd have to put on so much makeup yeah so much because they already had to put makeup on to make him look older and oh 
Ewan is 53. Kenobi was 48. And they still had to put makeup on him to make him look older. And he's older than the character because Obi-Wan in episode 4 is 58. But he looks like he's a day away from catching it. <laughs> Man. I love Star Wars. It's great. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Nah, not so much really. Just we hope that all these game announcements don't get canceled. Yeah, we just hope that Bad Batch is sick, man. God, we need it to be. Because that we're talking Bad Batch, Acolyte, end of the year Andor. That's a decent release slate. And if you piece together in the middle, if you piece together maybe a Tales of the Jedi, that's a good year. Is there anything else coming out this year? Let me see. Star Wars releases 2024. Shout out IGN. Skeleton crew. I don't care. (laughs) I'm genuinely, I'm not watching it. Really? Yeah. It's not for me. It's kids. I don't care. It's a kid show. No, it's not. I thought it was going to be like R rated. No. It's it's like uh, I've never seen the movie, but it's like Goonies. Oh yeah, you're right. And that's just not for me. Science, yeah, it's coming of age. Um, I'm I'm of age. I'm chilling. So I will not be watching Skeleton Crew. Y'all can let me know how it is, and we'll go from there. Cause it's like, have you watched? I mean, you have kids, so you might have. But have you watched Jedi Adventures? Yeah, the Young Jedi Adventures. Yeah, I have. I haven't, but I see these freaking dorks on Reddit who call Ahsoka snips, and they're breaking down lightsaber scenes. I'm like, dude, we're checking your hard drive. I'm sorry, we're checking your hard drive. But, um, yeah, with that being said, folks, this has been the Archives Podcast, episode 26.5, and we'll be back on what? On Wednesday, and we'll be breaking down Bad Batch, and we'll be answering your galactic dispatches and talking a whole host more about Star Wars. So we'll see you then for MJ and So Tebow. This has been Star Wars The Archives Podcast. By the hat. By the hat. I believe it's... I believe it's $17. Pick up the hat. Link below. Peace out. One love. <laughs>